so unique and it's so beautifully, profoundly moving on a, on a very kind of deep way. If you're a foodie like me, this is the stuff that you dream of, you know. A cooking competition that's changing diets in the Pacific Islands, this week on In Asia, from the Asia Foundation. I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Yang. The same processed foods that have fed obesity and diabetes in the West have triggered an epidemic of dietary disease in the Pacific Islands. Is there a way to get back to the region's healthy traditional cuisine? Our guests today think there is, and it starts with, wait for it, reality TV. Joining us now is award-winning chef and cookbook author Robert Oliver. He's the host and producer of the hit TV show Pacific Island Food Revolution. Also with us is season two contestant Basil Leodoro, a Vanuatu surgeon, and the Asia Foundation's own Sandra Krausar. Welcome, everybody. Thank you, John. Thank you. Great to be here. Let's start by getting a little flavor of the show. Up next on Pacific Island Food Revolution. We are ready to be part of this revolution. Because we have the women power. You've got one hour. And I hope you are ready for this because we are looking for excellence. And I know you guys are going to give me the best today, right? Yes! So, Robert Oliver, tell us about Pacific Island Food Revolution. Um, I guess I'll go back to the origin of the show, which is that the health numbers in the Pacific were scary. It is at crisis level with diabetes and heart disease, all due to what people eat. And there'd been a shift away from eating the kind of whole natural foods that are part of the culture to processed foods. Like I grew up in Fiji and when I was a kid, there was no diabetes that I remember at all. So the idea with Pacific Island Food Revolution is how do we create a mechanism that revives and restores Pacific food culture back to its gorgeous original self? Well, what is that traditional food culture? Generally across the Pacific, there are the same ingredient base, which is the complex carbohydrate root crops, lots and lots of greens, lots of fruit, beautiful seafood, lots of seaweeds, many, many different uses of coconut. But each culture is different. The cuisine is the cultural interpretation of those ingredients. I mean, Vanuatu in particular, I think, has just this hidden treasure that once the world knows about it, they're all going to want to try it because it's... <laughs> It's so unique and it's so beautifully, profoundly moving on a, on a very kind of deep way. If you're a foodie like me, this is the stuff that you dream of, you know. Now, the, the show involves contestants, pairs of contestants from several Pacific Island nations. Yeah, so the, so we film in Fiji, Samoa, Vanuatu, the Kingdom of Tonga. We do episodes in each country that address specific health issues in each country. There's a winning team from each country and they all come together to Fiji and we have the finals and that's when it really gets hot in the kitchen, like almost like a sport, you know? And we have the big themes there, the regional themes, climate change and food, biodiversity and food, what do babies eat? And they, people cook a solution. We've uh, watched a couple of episodes here and the show is lovely. The recipes are great and there's a lot of gentle humor among the contestants. There's so much humor and that's just very much the Pacific way. It's a fun show. It's a joyful way to enact food sovereignty. This is coming from the people themselves, largely young people who are able to reclaim Pacific food culture right there in front of the whole Pacific. So, Basil Leodoro, uh, you and your wife, Annette, who is also a physician, were contestants on the show. Um, here's a little bit of you. 
I'm Basil. I'm Annette. And we, we are, are the Foodie, foodie doctors. doctors. When we're not working, we enjoy our quiet time. It's usually Basil that's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> we like to laugh at ourselves and we don't have any problem with people laughing at us. That's what food culture in the Pacific is all about, is about laughter and love and uh, having fun. So the Foodie Doctors are ready to bring that to the food revolution. So Basel, what was it like being on the show? We thoroughly enjoyed ourselves. You know, my partner and I, Annette, we didn't think we'd ever make it on a show. But then uh, Pacific Island Food Revolution producer turned up and things got a bit serious. And we thought, all right, what's our, what's our message that we're wanting to get across on the show? Uh, and Robert summarizes it quite well in saying that it's, it's cooking up a solution. You know, in 1985, you wouldn't have heard of diabetes in the hospital. Uh, let alone in the rural communities. Today, we have clinics running every day of the week. And looking back on our data in the hospital, we amputated two lower limbs because of diabetic foot sepsis, two every week. And that scared us that we're seeing these numbers. And we thought, what a great way to target the next generation. As Robert said, we, you've got young people on the Pacific Island Food Revolution show, but we're also targeting the young viewers who are watching around the Pacific. So, um, you know, the humor gets in there. We try and keep it fun. <laughs> yeah, I love it. In the show, you guys refer to e um, each other as uh, foodie doctors, the foodie doctors, which is great. A, a lot of times when I think of doctors, oh, you know, they're the ones who are making me go on diets. But you guys are melding those two. You're like, no, you can, you know, be healthy and love food. We're foodie doctors. Well, that's what we said in our application. If you're looking at long-term behavior change, the best way to do that is to get out there, to demonstrate it, um, to show them what you're talking about. So um, I was really happy for the foodie docs to bring that to the show. <laughs> yeah, and um, now after your appearance, you were actually inspired to do more. And you and your wife founded Sanma Food Revolution. Can you talk about that more? Yes, well, actually, the kingpin in the Sanma Food Revolution is actually one of the other participants uh, on the show. Uh, her name oh, yes. is Primrose Siri, and she was one of the uh, members of the Kitchen Queens. And if you watch the show, there's a few uh, parts in there where I'm looking across over to ta their table and smelling the delicious food that's coming across and wondering, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I really like that table over there. <laughs> um, so I teamed up with Primrose, and together we came up with this idea and and uh, Robert and the team at the Pacific Island Food Revolution were able to partner us up with uh, the Asia Foundation, and it all blew up from there. And we're having a, a whale of a time just getting out into communities. Primrose is out there creating these recipes for the communities themselves. And our mothers are selling their recipes in the roadside. Now they're advertising using the recipes that they learned from the Pacific Island Food Revolution. And that's all thanks to the inspiration and the support from Robert and the Pacific Island Food Revolution uh, and also from Sandra and the team at the Asia Foundation. Why don't we get Sandra in here? Sandra Krausar, you are the Asia Foundation's country representative in the Pacific Islands. Tell us a little bit more about the foundation's role in this project. Look, from the beginning of our conversations with the Pacific Island Food Revolution, uh, it quickly turned into a collaboration uh, about Pacific solutions for Pacific challenges. And we were working with them on developing the solutions incubator where some of these ideas could actually come up and we could work together on supporting these local initiatives 
for the Sanmar Food Revolution, our first sort of pilot for the Solutions Incubator, Dr. Basil and Primrose are delivering this fantastic cooking um, roadshow using local foods and health messaging. And it also involves the local communities who are contributing with local fruit and vegetables. The, the local governments are also supplying venues for the events to take place. So everyone brings something to this. It's a full-on collaboration. So, Robert, what you're referring to, you know, eating locally or being a locavore, really reminds me of like the farm to table movement in the United States, which is really wonderful, but it often requires quite a big pocketbook. Is that an obstacle in the Pacific Islands? Not really, because local vegetables are still cheap. Wouldn't you agree, Basil, that the local produce is still very affordable? Absolutely, Robert. I think that people will be heading back into the backyard to grow some of their crops because of the Sanma Food Revolution teams going out. So in doing so, they're going to be encouraging uh, the farmers and everybody else to produce more. And we're going to see, I hope, the prices either remain the same or get even more cheaper. You guys certainly exude optimism. Yeah, well... I got to tell you, this is fun. This is really a celebration of Pacific culture and identity. And what we have is a lot of evidence of success. We found, for example, that on an average across the Pacific, 83% of people are watching Pacific Island Food Revolution. There's a lot of data um, where people are saying they now view their local food as sexy and trendy rather than something that maybe they looked down upon before. In Tonga, it was incredible. First of all, we had a lot of trouble finding people who, who weren't watching Pacific Island Food Revolution. <laughs> but the difference between the two was that the people who were watching were three times more likely to make local healthy food choices. So we feel like we've just begun. We want to form other local food revolutions and keep going. This is something that has not been tried. It's clearly working. Let's keep going. Robert Oliver Basileadoro and Sandra Kraushaar, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And that's our show for this week. You have to try some of these recipes, and you can, by following the link which we have cunningly placed at the end of this week's essay about the Pacific Island food revolution. And while you're there, make another healthy lifestyle choice and subscribe to the In Asia podcast. That's all from us. Until next time, I'm Tracy Yang. And I'm John Rieger. Thanks for listening.